0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, comrades, friends. Thank you so much for checking out yet another episode of Politics and Bros and my harmonic malevolent voice. I think that's the right word. So I got a little pushback from my Tommy Robinson podcast, no shocker there. And people now think that I'm somehow an alt right sympathizer. So let me take the opportunity to run down the alt-right. Because that couldn't be further from the truth. So the alt-right, the Unite the Right, rallied in Charlottesville to protest the removal of General Lee's statue from a place called Lee Park. And they were arguing basically something called the lost cause narrative. And I'm um, a little bit of a history of antebellum Southern politics and the lost cause narrative. And the, the lost cause goes something like this, that the Constitution allowed states as independent entities to withdraw from the union based on a compact contract. And the compact contract went something like this, went that we give up certain rights to the federal government in return for certain protections and certain agreements. And if one party fails on those agreements, we can then nullify the contract and we're out. Okay. That's what essentially the lost cause narrative is. It's the, the federal government got too big that they were encroaching on constitutional state states' rights, and that the South had every right to with, withdraw. It misses the racist part. And I want to read you the first quote of today. The Constitution, it is true, secured every essential guarantee to the institution while it should last, and hence no argument can be ...justly argued against the constitutional guarantees thus secured because of the common sentiment of the day. Those ideas, however, were fundamentally wrong. They rested upon the assumption of the equality of the races. This was an error. It was a sandy foundation and the government fell upon it when the storm came and the wind blew. Our new government is founded upon exactly the opposite ideas its foundations are laid, its cornerstone rests upon the great truth that the Negro is not equal to the white man, that slavery, subordination to the superior race, is the natural and normal condition. End quote. Now, who said those words? The Vice President of the Confederacy, Alexander Stevens. Yay. So let's make no mistake about it. People can argue there is a grain of truth, a grain, actually uh, probably two grains of truth to the lost cause narrative. But don't take my word for it that the, the lost cause narrative isn't the whole truth. Take the vice president of the Confederacy's word for it. That's it. I have several laptops going on right now and um, if I can pull it up in a second, I'd I'd like to read to you a a couple bits from the um, ordinance of secession. I think it's technically called the um, articles of immediate causes for South Carolina to withdraw from the union and secede, but um, I'll pull those up in a bit. So just to lay that out there with you where my, sympathies or unsympathies lie now let's get to Charlottesville and I don't know where to start yet um maybe we'll start with Trump's horrible horrible non-condemnation of the alt-right neo-nazis white supremacists white nationalists you name it his first statement said there was bad people on both sides and he's kind of true about this i i want to come back to this in one second but he's kind of true about that but he didn't condemn <laughs> white supremacism neo-nazism white nationalism etc which is absolutely insane this is so easy to do you don't get a badge of courage for saying neo-Nazism is bad, for white supremacy is bad, and he couldn't do it. And then finally, three days later, his advisors made him do it, which he then walked back, what, three days ago? I was watching it live on CNN, and I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I text Mike Mahan that, wow, Trump is giving a full-throated endorsement to white supremacists. It's literally the worst thing a president can do in a catastrophe like this where we have, I mean, think of this, 2012, we have a neo-Nazi who ran over and killed someone in the streets of Charlottesville, Virginia, and the president couldn't even level any sort of, he, he, he said, I, I won't put anyone on, on, on a moral plane. Are you kidding me? Now, in that same press conference, he also asked when a reporter asked him if he would condemn the alt right, and he said, "Define the alt right. Define the alt right." So let me take the opportunity to do it, because probably for the last four months, I've seen this ideology slowly percolating up, um, and I always read Breitbart just to see the the you know the Trump crazy side. And this ideology has been slowly bubbling, slowly bubbling. So in in really kind of condensed terms, the alt-right was started by Richard Spencer, a white supremacist who, oddly enough, lives about five blocks from me, asshole. Um, And they believe that Western society and Western culture is the invention and more or less Manifest destiny of the white race, in that um, the contamination of the Western culture by people other than the white race will destroy Western culture. So they're positioning themselves as this sort of you know defender of of Western values, Western blah blah blah. So that's Richard Spencer. Um, obviously it's bullshit and I want to take them down and I will run them down at, 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 in a little bit, but I want to steel man their argument. I don't want to straw man it. I want to give you a definition that they will agree with 100%, right? The other group that I'm most concerned about is, um, the white nationalists. Why am I more concerned about the white nationalists and like the neo-Nazis or the KKK? Just listen to what the KKK says now. They literally, like, they give speeches with like 50 people present. They might have one set of teeth between all of them. And they get up on the stage with this old craggly, you know, crackhead, methhead, who says, we hate the Jews. We hate them because they breathe. Like, that's, well, that's not an argument. Like, that's never going to stick. That's fucking stupid like who's ever gonna take these people seriously take off your fucking hood say that and good luck you know being ever taken seriously the dangerous part about what Richard Spencer and some of these white nationalists are doing is they've dressed up this racist fascism and they dressed up in in khakis and like an ill-fitting you know shirt but it's dressed up nonetheless. And Richard Spencer went to UVA. He's actually p- pretty well educated. Uh, there's another one that who's very smart is a guy named Greg Johnson, who has PhDs in philosophy and blah, blah, blah. There's another guy to keep your eye out for, Daryl Cooper, who is a, kind of an expert in a, in a philosopher called Oswald Spangler, um, who wrote... A book called Decline of the West. But anyway, if I could summarize their arguments, they essentially layer Oswald Spengler, Nietzsche, um, what's his name? Who got guy who wrote Bowling Alone, uh, Robert Putnam, and they come to this this weird conclusion that um, diversity isn't our strength, and in fact, by human evolution, we're more tribal than we think. And we're all better off being with each other instead of the outsider. And the more you bring in the outsider, the more trouble we get into. Now, the, the very dangerous part they get into is they've recently sc- discovered uh, Zionism. So their their new talking point is, well, look, if, if we're a southern nationalist, you look at the immigration patterns these certain people live in the south, and they should have their own country. And these people who live in the northern states should have their own country. And the people in Africa, the Hutus and the Tutsis, they should have their own country. And blah blah blah. We should just all have our own country based on our ethnicities, you know, whatever you know, our, our DNA, what have you. And the reason it's a bit dangerous that they found Zionism is they have something to point to, and they say, "Look." Well, the Jews have their own state, and the Jews have their own ethnostate. We just want that for ourselves. Now, they obviously fail to mention that an effing Holocaust happened for the world to say, wait a minute, we need a safe haven for Jews so this doesn't happen again. But they use the support of Israel within the United States and, and various other places to support their cause. No, I think I've done a half-decent job of summarizing their position. I, I don't think they would say I was lying or, or you know made anything up. Here's what they miss. Here's why they're wrong. If you listen to some of these people, and again, I, I saw this percolating up about four months ago. I said, this is fucking dangerous, so I started reading into it. And they, some of these people know way more about philosophy than I do. They talk about philosophers I've never even fucking heard of. And they talk about historical events I've never heard of. And I'm, I'm pretty well read. But here's what they conveniently skip. They skip Voltaire. They skip Milton. They skip Mill. They skip Payne. They skip Thomas Jefferson and Madison. The beauty of our country is it's not based on ethnicity. It's not even based on landmass. It doesn't matter who you are. It's based on ideas. And because it's based on ideas, these ideas are open to everyone. No matter what race you are, what sex you are, if you're gay, if you're straight, if you don't know what you are, it's a land of ideas. And that's why I fight ideas and racism is so fucking stupid. We're all people. We're in this together. And I think in the one minute I just said that, I think I beat their argument. That's it. We had I mean we fought a war over this. We wrote it down in our in our constitution. We we said all men are created equal. I mean, just think of how, and I I can't even imagine like a a black person or a gay person or whatever. You know, as a straight white male, but seeing neo-Nazi signs as someone whose grandparents were the the Second World War, how fucking disgusted are you? Because I am. That generation didn't die so your privileged white Nazi ass with a terrible haircut could go march down a a nice campus and be an asshole. All right, I hope I made my point there. But I think a a, a better president, obviously, not saying much about Trump, in his statement right after Charlottesville after the terrorist attack where the, you know, obviously the, the fucking neo-Nazi ran into a, a, a crowd of people. He could have brought two de- desperate, disparate um, groups together. You have to start the speech by condemning neo-Nazism, white supremacism in any form and hatred as such. But he could have also said that they have every right... To say what they want to say. They have every right to peacefully protest. And for anyone to attack. No matter how repugnant their views are. They have a right to say it. And you only embolden them by attacking them. We can beat them on the arguments pretty easily. But we have to remember. That how However righteous our cause is, and however repugnant their cause is, if you want to deny someone's their right to to assemble and their right to speak, you are creating the rod for your own back because they can turn around and say, "We don't like what you're saying," and they can do the same thing to you so I live in old town alexandria if if right up the street the the cross street I'm on is Washington Street, if the Nazis had a permit, KKK had a permit, I would stand on the sidelines and I would hold up a sign that pointed to them saying losers, but I wouldn't attack them and you can't attack them because if there was a march down the street that I approved of, equal rights, gay and lesbian, marriage, adoption, what have you, what if the Nazis attacked me? Because they didn't agree with what I was saying. That how, that's how it works in this country. The First Amendment to our Constitution is the envy of the world over. We are the only country that has a godless Constitution with a secular democracy. We're it. There are hate speech laws in other countries we don't want them they're bad laws so beat beat these fucking neo-nazis on their ideas it's not hard we can do it And, and have the courage to do it have the courage to speak out i'm speaking into a microphone sipping a fucking chardonnay right now so easy for me to say but we have the ideas We have the philosophy behind us. We have the principles behind us. We have the enlightenment behind us. We have the founding of our nation behind us. So we don't have to come with billy clubs. We come with our mind and our voice. And that's going to win. It's going to win every effing time. I hope you don't think I'm a racist anymore.